the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. I am in Vancouver, Canada. Glory to God. You know, it was a little bit challenging to pack winter clothes while it was still 90 degrees in San Antonio. Two weeks before my departure, I was out in the garden cleaning, bagging some leaves, pulling some weeds while talking to God. And I told God, I am fed up with the heat in Texas, and I'm going to call forth the cold front in the name of Jesus. I was determined to do just that when I heard that small, still, quiet voice telling me, Christina, aren't you going to Canada? Oh, that's right. If I call forth the cold front, I will freeze while there. So I called forth rain instead. See, God is into details. Even the things that we take for granted, the things that we don't even know that we need to prepare us, He is into details. He is an awesome, wonderful God. And it has been a great summer. We received many opportunities, the body of Christ. This country is turning around. You focus on the godly changes in our country. Okay. Great opportunities. Many of those in the body of Christ are now a part and actively in the manifestation of the prophecy regarding transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. So it's amazing. It's breathtaking. And I'm going to share some of those manifested in the beginning of the first two or three weeks in the fall, which is a few days or a few weeks from now for me. I have to prepare, and I'm going to share with you what God did to encourage you, to inspire you, and to admonish you, continue to move forward. Continue to expect that your future and your present are a lot greater than your past, no matter how good they are. So you have this opportunity this year in this new season to be a part of the great harvest that is coming upon this earth for the body of Christ. So it has been a great summer. One of the manifestations of prophecies is my trip to Vancouver, Canada. The Lord prophesied and spoke to me while there about three or four years ago 
that uh, as soon as my daughter graduates from high school, that he's going to send me back all over North America. So it is a great news. It's a great news for our country. So I get to cause trouble someplace else other than the state of Texas. I got to skin people alive through the word of God and in love. And then I got to come back to Texas. It's amazing. See, God can use you that way. Don't seek the limelight. There comes a time that you will wish that nobody will recognize you, that you will remain private. So enjoy the moment, okay? Don't rush into wanting to be in the front lines. Enjoy every moment. Enjoy the process because God loves to be included in the process of our maturing in Him, of our faith walk. So if you're asking me, how come many of your personal prophecies are not coming to pass? It's not God's fault. And definitely, it's not my fault, okay? I'm a messenger, but that's it. I'm not responsible for manifesting those prophecies because they're so awesome. It is your decision to follow the instructions. Personal prophecies are conditional. But thank God the love of God is unconditional. Each prophecy contains instruction or condition, and they're simple. Be consistent, focus on God, only believe, do not fear, don't compromise. And of course, the just shall live by faith. The instruction contains in your personal prophecies are easily entreated. They're not difficult Sometimes we jump into conclusion when God is giving us instruction. When we jump into conclusion, we compromise. We give in to fear or doubt or suspicion. God is always wonderful. God is perfect. And God loves you. I always admonish people not to focus on the manifestation or fulfillment of their personal prophecy, but instead meditate and focus on on obeying the instruction or condition contained in those prophecies. If you don't, things get postponed or it might take too long or it will become too hard if you don't follow God's ways of doing things and or the worries of life or even riches will distract you from meditating and focusing on the word of God, his plan for you and his instructions. So I want you to remember that personal prophecies and prophecies for the church are important because why? They are very specific, tailored for your present situation and your needs and God's perfect plan for your life. Keep that in mind. They are important nowadays. They are important, especially in these last days. If you believe that God is faithful, that God is all-powerful, all-knowing, almighty, and all-loving, then you and I shall not have any problem in believing Him. And God does not have any problem in making things come to pass. We should receive prophecies with great joy. And you should test, of course, the prophecy by the Word of God. And not just by the Word of God, not just that it lines with the Scripture, but who God is. The characteristics of our God, He is faithful, He is kind, He is tender-hearted. 
When you believe your prophecy and follow instruction, and you are being patient, when the prophecy manifests, even your loved ones will benefit. You will change the course of history, especially in your lineage. The body of Christ will benefit, and the entire nation or the world will benefit just because you believe God and just because you take your post in the kingdom. Don't ever disqualify yourself. As long as it is today and you obey God and you worship Him, you have a bright future. Keep that in mind. Now, how do we receive personal prophecies? How do you receive the prophecy? If you believe that the thus saith Lord, that it's coming from God Himself using the mouth of His people or especially His prophets, you must receive the prophecy with great joy and humility, like King David. King David, whose heart is after God's own heart, received his prophecies with humility and thanksgiving. Here's one example. In Second Samuel chapter 7, verses 17 to 22, it says, Nathan reported to David all the words of this entire revelation. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O sovereign Lord, and what is my family that you have brought me this far? And if this were not enough in your sight, O sovereign Lord, you have spoken about the future of the house of your servant. Is this your usual way of dealing with men, O sovereign Lord? In other words, King David told God, All these things that you have blessed me with, and now you are even discuss the future of my lineage. Is this the normal thing for you, God? All these things that you have blessed me with, and now you're telling me about the future? Is this normal to you? Is this how you bless? A lot of times I look back, I'm always very grateful for the Lord loving me and never gave up on me. It's an overwhelming kind of love. But aren't you glad that He is a loving God? So now down to verse 25. We're still in Second Samuel chapter 7. Verse 25, it says, And now, Lord God, keep forever the promise you have made concerning your servant and his house. Do as you promised. In First Kings chapter 2, verse 4, And that the Lord may keep his promise to me, if your descendants watch how they live, and if they walk faithfully before me, with all their heart and soul, you will never fail to have a man on the throne of Israel. See, the prophecy to King David affected his house, his lineage. And the condition is the same. If you walk faithfully before me with all your heart and soul, then the lineage will continue to have a man on the throne, the lineage of King David. So King David's descendants were blessed because of him. And the entire awesome fulfillment of the promise of God to David came with one package, complete package throughout eternity. Christ Jesus, who is now the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and we are his body. Our receiving from God, our obedience 
to His instruction, to His word. Even our faith will bless the future generation, especially our loved ones. So if you're wondering, because I've been sharing with you many personal prophecies and prophecy to the church are now being fulfilled. How come your prophecies are not manifesting? After you examined everything, you believe God, you're not sinning, you followed everything in your power to do. After you're following the instruction to the letter and still it's not manifesting, then you need to examine your love walk. It's a heart issue. We're not just talking about if you love yourself, if you're being selfish, or if you're not loving people enough. Yes, all of those are necessary, but it's also your love walk with God, your relationship with God. Okay? It's a heart issue. Now, let's go back and always keep in mind that every time you make a decision, this will be easy for you. If you don't know what to do, if you have choices out there, and in your heart and in your mind, you want to follow your heart's desire. But still, there's still a check in your spirit or in your heart. There's one thing that you can do that you can never go wrong. Always consider the heart of Father God. Okay? We all know about the parable of the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15, starting with verse 11 through 31, right? It's about two sons and a loving father. The younger son asked for his inheritance. And after he received it from his father, he went away and squandered everything. And when he was starving, he went back to his father. His plan was to beg for his father's forgiveness or ask for an opportunity to be hired as one of the servants. Instead, the father welcomed him with such great joy, prepared a feast for him, and then there's a heart issue about the older brother, the other son. Let us go ahead and fast forward to Luke chapter 15, verse 28. I'm reading from New Living Translation. It says, The older brother was angry and would not go in. His father came out and begged him. But he replied, All these years I've slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me to. And in all that time, you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet, when this son of yours come back after squandering your money on prostitutes, you celebrate by killing the fattened calf. His father said to him, Look, Dear son, you have always stayed by me, and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day, for your brother was dead and has come back to life. He was lost, but now he is found. The older brother did not care about anything else except what he deserved, and he wanted his younger brother to be punished. He didn't care about anything else except himself. What he did, how he obeyed the rules, how he stayed there, how he worked hard. He did not care about his father missing his younger brother and that his father was brokenhearted when one of his sons left. 
and he didn't care also about losing his brother. Now that is a heart issue. We need to examine ourselves. In this time of restoration and healing, rejoice over the brothers and sisters when their dreams come true. Don't ever rejoice in the punishment of the wicked. And don't expect God to judge them harshly. He is a loving and a merciful God. So don't even rejoice when he punishes someone, especially those people who have hurt you. Instead, look at things with God's perspective. Follow his own heart. Consider how our loving God and Father would want us to react and what he would want us to do or say. Rather be wronged and rather be gullible. Don't wish anyone wrong, even if you are definitely sure that they deserve it. God does not rejoice in the punishment of the wicked. He said that very clearly in Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 11. It says, Say to them, As surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that they turn from their ways and live. God is not pleased with us when we rejoice over the death, over the downfall or destruction of anyone, even in our enemies. He is a loving God. His desire is he wants everybody to get saved. So don't be jealous. Do not envy. Be patient and kind towards others. When choices will come before you, pause and consider the heart of a loving Father and a merciful Lord. Keep in mind in the parable of the prodigal son, the father already divided their inheritance equally. So when the younger son came back, their father did not take away from the oldest son's inheritance. It has nothing to do with him. So the older son had a heart issue, and he is likened to some Christians who are resentful of others' victories, of others' happiness, of others' promotions, of others' blessings. They are also sometimes resentful of the fact that God is generous and merciful. And they sometimes resent the fact that Christians are getting blessed. So some Christians are getting blessed and are generous to others. That is covetousness too. And that is wrong perception of who God is. It is a wrong perception of a loving and a generous God that he knows. He knows all the issues of our hearts. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, it says, Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Above anything else, guard your heart. Proverbs twenty-four, twelve: If you say, But we knew nothing about this, does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who guards your life know it? Will he not repay its person according to what he has done? And in Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, it says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Who and what will guard your heart? The peace of God. 
It is the peace of God because he's the prince of peace. So be patient, my dear brothers and sisters. Prophecies are manifesting. And check your heart issue. Yours will manifest too. God will even intervene on the things that you have lost, even the mistakes. He doesn't look and focus on your mistakes. He's not looking for the mistakes that you have created and pounce on it to judge you. He's not like that. You and I need to ask the Holy Spirit to examine our hearts and follow the prescription of the great physician. He loves you and I. And remember, he is a loving and a just God. So thank God and rejoice with me for a great and awesome trip to Canada, especially British Columbia. It is a nice place. Let me pray for you. Holy Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that by and through your Holy Spirit, that you open our hearts and make us vulnerable to your love. I thank you, Father, that at the sound of my voice, that my brothers and sisters will take their post and they will receive and that their personal prophecies, their heart's desire will manifest and will begin to manifest starting this year. As we approach this harvest season, the chains of season, we thank you, Holy Father, that we continue to increase in numbers. I thank you, Father, for the healing of relationships. I thank you, Lord, for the manifestation of God-ordained relationship. I thank you for financial breakthrough for my brothers and sisters in Christ. And as they believe and obey you, I thank you that your children will begin to live heaven on earth starting this year, starting this season, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So rejoice with me and get excited for the things that lie ahead. And I have such a busy schedule and I'm enjoying every moment of it. Just to give you a heads up, I will be leading a tour to Israel on the first part of June. 2017, to coincide the Feast of Shavuot or Pentecost. I am also scheduled to go to the Philippines this year, last week of November, and I will return before Christmas to prepare for the prophetic gathering of the saints, December 31st. While in the Philippines, I'm scheduled to hold a miracle crusade and a pastor's conference in the Visayas region for the first time. I heard that about approximately 100 pastors and ministers are already confirmed that they are going to attend or are planning to attend. So once as we draw closer, pastors from other neighboring islands and cities will want to attend. If the Lord is leading you, sow a seed. This is an awesome seed. It is a great seed. And I might go and make a short detour to New Zealand for a few days on the way back to San Antonio. And also mark your calendar for the annual prophetic gathering of the saints here in San Antonio, Texas. This is a formal attire and you need to register and pay. The price for the prophetic conference which includes your meal and the venue is $50 and it's going to be awesome. And let me know if this program is making a difference in your life. 
I'm talking to a microphone here. But I know that you're out there somewhere. Give me a feedback. Call me at 210-695-1630 or you can email me at sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. I also want to remind you that during the football season, Baylor um, games are being broadcasted through KSLR and our uh, program on Saturday sometimes broadcast changes. Usually they put us on a 10 o'clock in the morning time slot on Saturday instead of 5 p.m. But Sunday is not affected. It's still 5 p.m. And join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road of IH10. Morning service starts at 1030 a.m. and the evening service at 7 p.m. We also have Wednesday services which start at 7 p.m. God bless you for tuning in. Keep in mind, we serve a loving God. And at the same time, we are a member of his household now. We are a member of his household. We are no longer aliens, but we are a member. We are a member of the family of God. So whatever it is, do not focus on your mistakes. Do not focus on the past. Focus on the present. And our future is a lot brighter ahead. I'm excited for what God is doing in our country. If you see and close your eyes and allow the Holy Spirit to show you what's happening in this country, you're going to be excited too, and you're going to start rejoicing. So God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 